I wish each and every one of you today a very blessed and holy Pentecost. And we have a new family here from Tri-Cities, which sing on a different tone, but it's good to hear them. <laughs> are still Byzantines around. It's very good to hear them. Today we celebrate the Great Feast of Pentecost, and I'm going to talk to you about two or three things. Number one is, uh, until Jesus was enthroned in glory at the right hand of the Father, the Spirit would not come. And he tells that to us in John's Gospel. I will send you the paraclete, and he will teach you all things. This paraclete is the third person in the Most Holy Trinity. The Father, we attribute to him creation, the Son, redemption, and the Holy Spirit, sanctification. But in reality, all three of them are one, acting together as one, as the one true living God in whom we believe and our fathers have revealed to us in the preaching of Jesus, in the teaching of the apostles, in the teachings of our holy fathers in the early church. And that's our criteria of faith. Strange thing is the Holy Spirit comes upon the apostles in fire. Uh, fire and burns, doesn't it? But it also gives life. Interesting. So we think about God, we don't necessarily think about him as fire. We think about the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But in that same living God, there is a creative energy that comes from the Father and created the world and everything in it, including you. Uh, there is also uh, from the Father, the, the, his Son, which shares his divine and our human uh, nature, which thereby makes us possible of receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. And finally, the Holy Spirit who flies around everywhere, building and doing as he will. What a magnificent grift in the most holy trinity. In uh, the old country, this is not called Pentecost Sunday. It is called Sunday in, in green, or it's called the celebration of the life-giving trinity because this sort of fulfills the whole revelation of the Most Holy Trinity. So today, as we listen to these words of the Gospel and we celebrate this joy, we must think about our response. God is energy. He is fire. And he reveals himself as fire, a creative fire. And if you read scripture very carefully, you see where, like the road to Emmaus, the apostles say, Luke and Clephas, he says, was not our heart burning within us when Jesus visited them on the road? And when we pray, we were baptized and chrismated and received the body and blood of the Lord. 
Thus will not our hearts burn within us at the presence of God dwelling in our inmost being. There is a short litany, a, a pocky pocky litany we use frequently. Uh, we say, God the Father, who sanctifies our minds. God the Son, who sanctifies our hearts. And God the Holy Spirit, who fills with joy and gladness. For the Father, through the gift of the Son in the Holy Spirit, illumines the mind and makes the heart burn with love. Wonderful gift. What is our response? Well, you're in a monastery, you know. So, we always stress our ascetical theology. Our response to God in the gift of the Holy Spirit is a profound prayer life. Praying, fasting, being generous, almsgiving, especially to the monastery. And uh, these three powers open our soul, our heart, to the indwelling of the Holy Spirit with his gifts. And for those who live an ascetical life, it becomes more real. It becomes a lightened, holy spirit filled with joy in the heart. And seraphim and great saints tell us about this. So sometimes we say, well, how is my prayer life? Well, I don't know how your prayer life is, but I know that unless you live an ascetical life, unless you live a disciplined life and a prayerful life, that gift of the Holy Spirit inside you may be just a little spark. But if you do the things that Jesus Christ asked in living the Christian life, it becomes a fire, a burning fire. For those who love God, this fire is the grace, a beautiful union with the, the, the life-giving spirit and a union with the Holy Trinity. God the Father, we, we are united with him through creation. God the Son, we're united with him through his taking upon himself a body, the incarnation. God the Holy Spirit, we're united with with the burning love of God within our inmost being. Isn't that a wonderful feast day? That same burning love should burn in every Christian unless he puts obstacles in the way. But everyone has the capacity, the ability, who is baptized and chrismated, to grow in that loving energy. Many times we're taken up with things of the world, distract us from our spiritual life. Gee, don't do that. I know it's hard, especially for young parents, things like that. But me must, sometimes I think, maybe God gives us older age in the world so that we can settle down 
and pay attention to his presence within us. Maybe we can correspond to his gifts as we mature, not only uh, in age and physically, but spiritually. And I believe that's possible. When the apostles were on the road of Emmaus, they said to each other, were not our hearts burning in us when he told us the meaning of the scriptures? That should be everybody's experience with scripture. But to get that experience means you spend time with the scripture praying, saying, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Leaving quiet in your soul and heart to feel the presence of God and to grow in his loving kindness. The loving kindness of his embrace through the Holy presence of the Holy Spirit and his gifts. Everybody has inspirations. And sometimes they say, well, are they from God? Well, sometimes they're from God. If you're in the right disposition of soul, mind, and heart to receive that inspiration. Otherwise, you struggle. And we make excuses for ourselves. Well, I'm a passionate person, therefore I can't pray well. You have to control your passions. Oh, I'm worried about my job. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. It's true, but there has to be room for God in that heart. Sometimes in marriages, the Holy Spirit's supposed to be running the whole situation, but they're taken up too much with worldly things to allow that to happen. Vacations, money, uh, education, all those things. The best education we can give our children is a heart filled with loving prayer, which they have caught from their mother and father. I contemplate today in this great feast of the Holy Spirit that we are shrouded and we're imbibing and we're filled with the Holy Spirit, with joy, with love. And in a few minutes we'll see the body and blood of the Lord Remember who comes to you. So growing in that Holy Spirit, growing in love, growing in your daily life, a community with the Holy Spirit, you will then be a fire with love like the apostles in your heart, if not on your very head as they had it. May the Lord God who loves us all keep us safe in the Holy Spirit in love with the Holy Trinity, and with charity to each other. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.